0: The Morning Show is brought to you by BAREX. barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. barracks empowering data insights.
1: the morning
2: show good morning andy good morning i see we're both wearing white today wow
1: impressive 60 oh no 59 degrees right now in jackson and it's going to be a beautiful day sunny and a high of 82 great day to well there's a lot to do
2: today you pick What, what would you do well you can go to the
1: fair yep uh you can go to um the cascades Gordon the Magician is going to be oh, there. Oh, nice.
2: Uh-huh. Nice. I heard the uh, Hank Williams Jr. show was pretty good last night. I heard that night. too. It was yeah. pretty good. Um, you could amazing. hear it down here. Yeah, you, yeah. you could hear it. And uh, talked to some friends that went. And it sounds like everyone had a good time. It was a good crowd. Um, it's amazing that he still tours at that age. Yeah. Jennifer Scanlon was there. Was she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She took her mom. Serious? Yeah, her mom wore cowboy boots. Really? Uh-huh. Is there a photo? And
1: they asked that no photos be taken. Oh, I
2: bet. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, I did not. Uh, I did not hear that. So did Noah go? Noah. Noah did. I don't know if he did. Who Noah did went you From JTV. No. Jeff Steers. Oh, Jeff Steers. Jeff took some photos of some of the rides, and mm-hmm. uh, I man, these rides scare me. Great but I've shots. done them before, as you know. I'm. I was traumatized by the Ferris wheel in the. Uh, it was like my first date ever, and. I puked after I got off the Ferris wheel, in front of said date.
1: I have an aversion to uh, rides because at the Champlain Valley Fair in Essex Junction, Vermont, on the Trabant, a German piece of engineering, the ride operator thought it'd be fun to see how fast he could get it going. Oh my God. And to see how long he could keep me on it. And I was the only, maybe one other person. I'm glad they don't
2: have those rides anymore, but... um, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, Brandon, you're taking your son today. Yes. And I'm looking at these photos, and I'm thinking, what are you going to do first?
3: Uh, I'm, those tater tots, man. Yeah, <laughs>
2: right tater, tater tots. Tats. You can get tater tots anywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it'll be fun, but uh, don't eat too much before you go on the rides. You <laughs> yes. don't want to do that. It's harder on the adults, the rides are. They're just a little different. Especially mm. when they spin around. Yes, yeah. I know. Can't even look at them. Kids love them, though. Someone,
1: someone says Trabant to me today. I just get sick.
2: That's the first time I've ever heard that word. Pick it
1: up. Uh, you could have s'mores today, free s'mores. I
2: was doing a little research, re-search on s'mores <laughs> and I'm not a huge fan, but we've been putting York peppermint patties or Reese's Thins in oh. instead of the Hershey's chocolate. But you know, it's interesting Graham crackers were originally invented, Brandon, to curb sex drive. Isn't that amazing? Why are you looking at me? I don't know. You're just, I'd rather look at you than my dad when I say that. So, I mean, if that's the option, you're getting looked at. That's good to know. Yeah. So, uh, you learn something new every day.
4: Hmm.
1: (laughs) Well. (laughs) I guess you might have just reduced the turnout at the free s'mores event. Uh, well, the Girl Scouts I Scouts. Mean, uh, no, whatever. <laughs> Girl Scouts today from four till seven <laughs> at the uh, Girl Scouts headquarters on Francis Street in Vandercook Lake. Uh, last night, the uh, city council met, did you watch it?
2: I watched uh, quite a bit yeah. of it. Yeah, we are, uh, yeah, there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. A lot going on last city night. City
1: council now in HD. A new uh, camera, new uh, system put in place by the talented JTV crew headed up by T. Gerwick and Adam Bregenzer. So everything looks uh, better and sounds better. The MLK Corridor Improvement Authority got uh, allocated $4.5 million and they voted to expand the boundaries to take in more of the south side. Uh, They're going to do some construction. They approved uh, some events and they're going to use money from the state, $10 million loan, to do some upgrades at the wastewater treatment plant. And they're also gonna paint it.
2: The yes. treatment plant? Treatment plant. It's what I do for a painting.
1: Yeah, do you know where the treatment plant is? I do.
2: Where? It's on Water Street. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's, uh, oh wait, don't tell me. It's, um, it's like eight blocks north of here.
1: More specific.
2: Uh, Henry and Trail. No, it's at uh,
1: Green Park, the park you thought was a cemetery yesterday.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't made it out there.
1: Uh, that's a water treatment plant.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a water treatment plant, a park, and a cemetery, and a train <laughs> station. <no> cemetery.
1: cemetery. <laughs> uh, it could be a cemetery if you count the dead docks and the dying trees. Yeah.
2: Real quick, I was watching the news last night, um, and I saw that the White House said that they had no idea that mar a was going to be raided <laughs> if you believe that American people that the White House and the president didn't know that a former president the last president's house of the United States was getting raided For the first then first time you are crazy first time ever you are crazy if you believe that
1: uh Merrick Garland the attorney general um he had to have approved of course this they, and you think
2: <laughs> president Biden didn't know yeah I mean come on they we, might not have told uh, him because know it he, was, was happening. he really? had
1: COVID. It's like, don't bother
2: him, he's got COVID again. We have someone with uh, COVID here at work, and we've been bothering them all day. So if we can bother them, then the president can be bothered. I just thought it was, so, I just think it was
1: funny. Well, two people at COVID. Two yeah, but
2: they're not here today. Uh, I just thought that was funny. Um, it's just comical. I mean, come on. Let's, that's ridiculous, mm-hmm. Right.
1: Well, the media didn't know. I mean, it was caught. The well, the media, media I'm by surprise. not saying
2: that's not, I'm just saying, like, if you think that the White House didn't know that a former <laughs> president's house was going to get raided and you believe that, then you're a sucker. How's that? <laughs>
1: the uh, federal government this morning released some numbers. The uh, inflation index for July climbed 8.5% over the past year, but slightly easing in July from June. So, in part due to falling gas and energy prices. It's not falling quick enough.
2: Okay, it's not <laughs> falling quick enough. We need that gas yeah. cut in half, right? Ah, mm-hmm. oh, it's amazing. It's too expensive. Four bucks a gallon, I think. It's probably around four at most. Four at most places in town, between 3.98 and 4.04. But I hate to say it, but it's like, are we are we excited about that? Unfortunately, well, all as it's going down,
1: it is. Yeah, genius. you have to get excited about everything, genius. but it's still mm-hmm.
2: it's. It's painful at the pump.
1: Also, um, today, uh, US Staffing, I understand you're gonna make an appearance. I am going
2: to, yes, I what's, am.
1: What's happening there?
2: So they are having a back to school blast. It is uh, back to school barbecue and it's from noon to 5 p.m. at their office, 707 Wisner Street. You can get a filled backpack and a job <laughs> if you want. So uh, no, it's great. Uh, donate your old work boots. It's just going to be a great party. There'll be tons of giveaways. Uh, anything U.S. staffing does, they, uh, they make a huge deal about it. So it should be a great time. So I'm going to go out there probably around 1230 and then maybe we'll have a look- clip for your show, not to put any pressure on anyone. Nice.
1: Look forward to that. Uh, some uh, sports news. Serena Williams announcing uh, in a Vogue magazine article that she is retiring. After 23 Grand Slam titles, a lot of people are calling her one of the, uh, the greatest female athlete, one of the greatest. Fem- How about just one of the greatest athletes? Yeah, I
2: mean she is one of the greatest athletes of all time, no she, doubt. She, I don't think anyone could ever argue that.
1: No, she doesn't even like she doesn't like the term goat uh, when describing her, but she is she is a go- she is she goat. She is. Yeah. Also, okay. we've got some golf news.
2: Yeah, I've been following this, but I'm not talking about it as much. But the uh,
1: three golfers. sued sued the PGA to be allowed into the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs, Taylor Gooch, Matt Jones, and Hudson Swafford, and the judge said, it turns out you're not being financially uh, hurt by this, you're making way more money on the uh, live tour. Yeah, sorry fellas. Sorry, and this was disappointing to hear, British Open champion Cameron Smith has signed a $100 million deal. Well,
2: I don't know that that's, a, is that true? It's
1: according to Telegraph Mag- <sighs> Telegraph News in Britain.
2: Yeah, the, that affects, uh, you know, that really, we should uh, take them to court because it affects us more than anyone because we're going to the President's Cup in September, mm-hmm. which those rosters have just been flipped upside down yeah. because of these greedies.
1: Well, we were hoping to see Cameron Smith. We were
2: hoping to see Cameron Smith. But I'll tell you what I'll do when I'm there. I'm gonna thank each, member of both teams personally for being there and not oh, joining the live appreciate that. Yeah. I'm sure they will.
1: Is juggling a sport? Uh, yes. I have an interesting uh, clip of uh, a juggler that I've never seen from this angle. Holy cow. Bird's eye view of juggling. Oh dear Lord. Isn't that cool? That is very cool.
2: Wow. Yeah, no strings. Why did it take... So long for people to think of something. I don't know. Like
1: this. Let's see what else uh, we can film from above. I can juggle. No. Oh yeah. Do you have some balls? Uh, Brandon, Brandon, give me uh, there's some balls. Uh, can you j- juggle golf balls? Golf balls? Yeah,
2: sure, why not?
1: <laughs> this is one thing I've never been able to uh, To juggle? How many can you juggle? I can do three. three I, I don't that's think all I, I got. can <laughs> do four.
2: All right. A uh, golf ball is very, very nerve wracking. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a lot of pressure. Is there music? Can I get some music? Look at that, Brandon. Wow. How about that? That's pretty good. That's, That's pretty good. good. Right. Yeah. You know what I did? I t- my friend, oh, there we go. <laughs> my friend Lucas and I, when we were younger, we had nothing to do out in the country. So we, uh, we taught ourselves how to juggle one day. There you go. It's one of those things. It's like riding a bike. Do you want to try? <laughs> I can't. Uh, I won't even try. Here you
1: go. I can't. Thank you. I'm not, not able to. How about that? Clown school. <laughs> I think that's the, uh, we, we just witnessed the extent of your uh, edu- year education. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we can pull out a
2: computer and I can show you how fast I can type. <laughs> okay. Those are uh, two of my skills. Uh, tonight at Optimist Ice Arena, Jaha, they're having a used equipment sale. And of course, we all know hockey equipment can be very expensive. So check out this sale. sales from four to seven at Optimist. And then uh, at six o'clock, Kids can try hockey for free, and that's from six to seven ages, four to nine. Uh, They'll get you all set. Just show up. They'll get you all outfitted. It's a great opportunity, and uh, hockey's a family. It's a great family sport, and it's a great, uh, it's a great character-building sport. And learn how to ice skate. I tell you, I wish I learned how to ice skate as a younger because when I had to learn as an adult it was See, that's
1: something I can do. I grew up in Vermont, everybody skated. Can't do that on the show today, like you can do your juggling, Mm -hmm. but maybe someday. Today's show is being brought to you by Midwest Vehicle Group, a quality pre-owned auto dealership located in Michigan Center. A trusted source for cars, trucks, and SUVs, Midwest has managed to maintain a perfect five-star rating on Facebook, and that's due to their great customer service. Making the car buying experience a unique blend of honesty and integrity. When a good deal is a must, trust the car guys at Midwest Vehicle Group online and uh, on the on the lot. You'll find great dog, great great uh, great deals.
2: That's there you go. <laughs> We're going to get to uh, see Joey later today. Uh, he's a guest on the show, so looking forward mm-hmm. to having. Joey. Uh, Sunday night, Swingin' at the Shell, they are back for a uh, performance and it's free 6 p.m. at Victory Band, Shell Park, Band Park Shell. Uh, today, it, or I'm sorry, Sunday, August 14th, 6 p.m., they'll have Drew Hale and that is country. That's Swingin' at the Shell. It's, uh, I, I still have not had a chance to get out to... Uh, Swinging at the shelf, but it's on my list. All right, I sure. plan
1: on going. Uh, we are talking about all the great uh, food at the fair. They've got mm-hmm. some new uh, food, and they've got some local food trucks. You can get um, deep-fried Oreos. Oh wow! Yeah. How many flavors of Oreos do you think there are?
2: Every time I, uh, holy cow! Every time I go to the store, I see a new flavor.
1: Well, I like take a guess. Stuff uh 32. 85. What? Yes there have been 85 flavors of oreo. How is
0: that
2: possible? I,
1: I don't know although well, there are some awful ones delish.com uh, rated the world's the uh all the, the best to worst and the worst flavor of all time according to delish is birthday cake oreo.
2: This and it's the birthday cake flavor is just sugar. I hate it. All the kids love it. Yeah. Waste they waste their cake. ice cream, cream. treat. Yeah. Yeah. What would you like from them?
1: What do you think number one? The worst? Best. Best Oreo flavor out of all 85. And there's Java Chip, Toffee Crunch, Red Velvet Cake, probably Pistachio, stuff. Mint, Peanut Butter, uh, Pumpkin double Spice. Stuff. Double Stuff. That's it. The dark. <laughs> it is the best Oreo. Thanks, boys. Double
2: Stuff. Yeah, that is the best one. I've, I've seen only Stuff. Have you seen those?
1: No, I just make just make the Oreo, just make the Oreo, and don't mess with it. I think it. it's the
2: most addicting cookie, there is.
1: How many rows can you eat at once? If I
2: had to, if I had to, I could <laughs> eat a whole package.
1: <laughs> and do you like uh, Oreo ice cream?
2: I don't like ice cream.
1: No, that's not true. You you ate about eighteen cartons of it, in North Carolina. I,
2: that was a one-time thing, <laughs> and uh, I don't like it anymore. I usually binge something until I don't like it anymore. And that's what happened with ice cream.
1: Who's on the show today?
2: We have a great show for you today. Zoe Lyons is our first guest, and Zoe will join us right after this quick break.
0: The Morning Show is brought to you by BareX. BareX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BareX, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the show. Today's show is brought to you by
2: KL Telecom. Joe Sharp, owner of Printer Source Plus, has started a new telecom company with Brad Van Kelberg and Andy Adair. KL Telecom provides commercial voiceover internet phone service and systems. Check out their Facebook page, KNL Telecom.
1: Joining us now is the Jackson Director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, Zoe Lyons. Welcome back.
5: Thank you. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Yeah, it's so always been with us many times over the uh, course of the last three years
5: now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: the pandemic. Feels like <laughs>
5: It's like a long time, <laughs> doesn't it? Feels like yesterday.
1: <laughs> so I know your uh, office has been uh, very busy, uh, really with everything that you do, but all the pandemic issues on top of that. Mm-hmm. One of the things that you've told us in the past with uh, kids not in school, um, we're not learning about some um, things like uh, child neglect and abuse.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I think during the pandemic, we just weren't sure. Mm -hmm. We weren't sure if things were being reported. We knew that the kids weren't seeing teachers who are mandated reporters. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, we have a law in Michigan called the Child Protection Law. Mm -hmm. Helps guide us in all the work we do, but it also tells sort of people in the public what they can do to help um, make sure children are not being abused and neglected in their homes. And so um, this is kind of the time of year where we at DHHS go out and do what we call mandated reporter trainings. So in the child protection law, there's a whole list of, I should have probably counted them, but I'd say 30 to 50 professions that are required to report when they have concerns of child abuse really? or neglect. That's why wow. it's mandated reporter, yeah. Mm, that's a lot. What are some examples of those proposals? Well, the ones, teachers, uh, teachers, teachers, principals, school counselors, so lots of people associated with the schools, lo- uh, police officers, my staff are mandated reporters, mm-hmm. doctors and nurses, um, clergy. Yeah. Clergy are mandated mm-hmm. reporters now in the state of Michigan. So, What and about the, coaches? Um, I don't, I'm not sure that coaches are specifically defined under uh, in the child protection law. I'd have to check on mm. that. But I know most of the schools, as part of their sort of contracts sure. with coaches, include that. Yeah. And then, so, you know, we have lots of professions that do that, that they, um, you know, they put in their contracts with folks, if you're going to work here, we want you to, to follow this. Sure. So, um, So we go out and we teach them what that means. What it means is as soon as you suspect anything, so you don't have to know for sure, Um, As soon as you suspect that a child may be being abused or neglected, you have to call um, what we call Uh centralized intake. Uh So when I first started 30 years ago, everybody just called a local number and then locally we decided whether somebody looked into it or not. Now we do it at a state centralized place Uh and the goal for that was really because back in the day you could have the same thing called in, but if one was called in and say, the upper peninsula and one was called in in detroit uh where they're more busy in detroit mm-hmm. it might not get assigned in detroit and it might be assigned in the upper peninsula so the goal was really to say it shouldn't matter where you live it should matter what's being alleged how do you as a
2: teacher i mean you want to do what's
5: best for the child but you also have a, a heart for the family
2: as well so mm-hmm. it's got to be kind of a fine line have you uh, had had discussions with teachers or mandated reporters where they they've struggled whether or not when they should call?
5: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things actually that we um, do as part of our training is we do a little um, a video and have some conversation on implicit bias. Mm. So we really want uh, people to not let their sort of, um, you know, we all have prejudices, right? And sometimes they're like societal prejudices and sometimes they're individual, but we really want, we do want people to sort of stop and say, okay, is this something I would call in no matter who it was, right? Um, and uh, and and then make that decision. Sometimes, uh, you know, schools might get involved with parents and say, hey, we're concerned and just, you know, talk to the parents first because you know, we talked about adverse childhood experiences. Mm-hmm. Something like parents going through a divorce can yeah. cause children to um, to act out in school or or um, seem a little different. Yeah, seem a little angry, maybe, or a little mm-hmm. bit of a, a bully at times. Yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. So um, we don't want teacher We don't want anybody to feel like you have to investigate it, right? It really, the suspicion is enough. Um, but we also you know we also agree that it takes a you know a community to help families sometimes mm-hmm. and so offering some kinds of resources are, are good for families
1: what about the uh, average citizen uh, so sometimes like well I'm in a car with someone who's driving the person they can't see the stop signs but they can see every two-year-old standing by the side of the road right. where is that kid's parents and you want mm-hmm. to make sure that kid doesn't wander out into traffic, but you look around, there's no, there's mm-hmm. no adult or older kid around them. Right. What's your responsibility as, a, as a, just a citizen?
5: Well, as just a citizen, there's no responsibility in terms of the child protection law, right? As a human, mm-hmm. you know, we certainly would hope that you would stop. And make sure the child doesn't yeah. go into the street, um, and you know maybe even knock on doors, or just stop and call nine one one and let the police come, and the police will help figure out where the child belongs. Yeah. Um, we we have actually quite a few of those scenarios, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, and sometimes the parents come right out. You know they, kids things happen. Kids do get yeah, out, out, get out of accidentally. The and a lot of, um, sometimes they're probably being watched from inside. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe,
1: but it's not close enough to grab kid <laughs> from wandering into the street. That's true. That's true. That's
5: yeah. True. Then we look at age, and you know all of those types of things. Also, sometimes it's babysitters, or yeah. you know, mm. older brother watching while mom goes down to switch the laundry, or you know, it, there's all kinds of different yeah. scenarios that. You that remember could be. you left
2: me in the car once, and I put it in neutral and <laughs> drove away. That's not true. That at all. is absolutely <laughs> no, true. <laughs> yeah, it is. True. Yeah, you were at the dry cleaner. That and may or may not car, have happened I, in my family yeah, as well. and I put so. the thing in neutral and... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we almost had a car accident, I believe, after that. Do you remember that? Yeah.
1: No memory whatsoever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true, it happened.
1: Have we ever left you anyplace? By mistake?
2: Mm, uh, not that I'm aware of. Maybe when I was little. I don't think so. We would have had to go somewhere for you to leave me somewhere. <laughs>
1: well, th- thankfully you've forgotten that.
5: <laughs> I have nightmares about that still. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: That was uh, that's one thing. We have a friend who uh, accidentally left. You know, they they had their baby in the in the car seat ready the other kid in to go pick up the other kid from school got about halfway to school and realized the baby was still in the car, car seat, seat at, at the home. house and yeah. come oh. back and you feel like an absolute oh, terrible yeah. parent but mm-hmm. sometimes things like that happen. well
1: it's the horrible stories about the infant deaths in cars mm-hmm. and hot days hot cars. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, I heard I can't remember who somebody on TV said they always put their shoe uh, one of their shoes in the back seat, oh, yeah. always, whether they're driving with a kid or without, yeah. so they know they always have to get in the back seat and get mm-hmm. their shoe.
2: That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah very
5: we, good. I think you know what's what's really important. I think for people to know is we don't ex- we don't expect parents to be perfect. Uh-huh. We even when potentially protective services does come out and does an investigation you know, we're, we're there to offer resources. Um, you maybe have seen the commercials on TV looking for foster parents that said, you don't have to be perfect to be right. a perfect parent, right? <laughs> like, it, you know, everybody makes mistakes. And, and even sometimes kids get hurt in some ways and it was not, it was completely accidental. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we just, we, you know, learn from that and provide resources and do what we can. But we, keeping families together is our number one, number one thing.
1: Back to school time for kids in foster care, are there some uh, things the community can do to help?
5: Well, you know, um, really I want to say thank you. We have um, Cascades Baptist provides backpacks for our children in foster care, so we're actually uh, going to pick those up at the end of this week and get those sent out to all the um, children who are with relatives or in uh, with foster parents. There's so <laughs> many backpack, pro- I just heard another one you were mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah, the King Center also has something uh, coming up this weekend, and then there was uh, the Methodist Church did one yeah. last week. So yeah. there should be no child in Jackson County that doesn't have a backpack.
2: Yeah, think about that when you're out getting uh, Getting your child a backpack. Think about all these backpack drives. That there are that many kids who can't afford, and uh, but there's that many great people in this community coming together. Right. So, um, right. Everyone should try and get involved a
5: little bit more. Absolutely.
1: And the costs, um, as we're all experiencing, food, uh, gas, energy. That's also impacting the families that are in foster care. And right
5: and the ones that are struggling uh... you know one of the things that we do is we have um, uh, some Meyer cards that we're able to give out to people who are like in a crisis and don't have their case open yet or just need something to get by to the next check and you know twenty five dollars used to get get far mm-hmm. doesn't no, get you very win. many groceries and it doesn't get you very much gas anymore it's so, so we, comfortable pumping that gas isn't oh it? it's it's unbelievable so um, you know that's one of the things if people want to donate uh, gift cards to our office that's always something that we can um, give to families who are in need as well so
1: Thanks for coming on.
5: Thank you. Did did you want to try the job? I don't, not at all.
1: (laughs) Zoe Lyons, the Jackson director of MDHHS. More of The Morning Show
5: after this.
0: The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights.
2: Welcome back to The Morning Show. Today's show is brought to you by Vermulans Home Furnishings. They're now in their third generation of being family-owned and operated, and pride themselves on offering high-quality name brand furniture at affordable prices. Thanks to Vermulins for helping us bring you today's show.
1: Joining us now, the owner of Midwest Vehicle Group, Joey Badal.
2: Hi, Joe. Morning. Hello. Thank you for having
1: me. And champion golfer.
2: Champion golfer. That's right. That, I will never stop calling you the uh, Masters (laughs) champion, and we were on the golf course, and he was like, come on, man, that was like four years ago. (laughs) I will not ever stop.
6: Please don't. It it always is a great, great catch. Are you having a
1: good uh, golf season this year?
6: You know, I'm not. Uh, It's been a, a a humbling year for me on the golf course, but that's the game of golf. That's why we love it so much. It grounds you, and it keeps you pressing to get better every year.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. You watch the tour players and you wonder why some of these guys struggle. And it's really the same thing as amateurs. You know, if you're not 100% in on it, you slip, don't you?
6: You do. you got to put the time in. It's one of those games you got to keep playing to get better. Um, and if you don't have that time, it presents a little bit of a challenge.
1: Yeah. You could end up being the Smiley Kaufman of local golf. That's right. Yes. That's right. <laughs> So the uh, car market, it's upside down. People are uh, having a hard time getting new cars, so the used car market, it sounds like uh, hotter than ever.
6: Well, it is. It's These last two, three years, it's kind of been the same old story. Uh, I think we're starting to now pull out a little bit of uh, what we call a hot car market. Um, we're starting to notice a little bit of a depreciation in car values that we weren't used to the last two, three years. Mm-hmm. So it's. Um, Back to kind of what we were used to, Um, the good thing is, is we're still noticing interest rates for car loans are still relatively low, which is nice for the the consumer. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the numbers have been still up uh, just like the last two,
7: three
2: years. I think there's a lot of people who have just kind of looked at the news out of their periphery and thought and think, you know, if I'm going to buy a car or a used car, I need to be on your lot the day it gets there, but that's kind of changing a little bit where people aren't, you know, getting it and it's gone because of the inventory.
6: Correct. Yeah. Our, we used to carry a, well, we carry a 30 day supply of vehicles um, and it would, within 20 days we're gone. So now <laughs> wow. it's, we're noticing it's taking a little bit longer to get rid of them and, um, but it's, it's still uh, relatively fast paced um, as previous years.
1: Brought some photos of some of the cars. I think that are available right now on the lot.
2: Now this is, uh, believe it or not, I know a little bit about these Hondas. This is a very popular vehicle. That's hard to find.
6: It is Honda Pilot, third row, all the bells and whistles,
2: um, and it's a Honda. You can't kill it. <laughs> <laughs> now the third third row SUVs. I mean, when those come in, are those are those pretty hot? People looking for? I mean, people need that space.
6: They are. Uh, with the modern family, third rows, it's nice. You can tuck them away, and you got extra, extra storage for groceries.
1: Yeah, okay. if, you think, if you're thinking about going to the Try Hockey for Free event. <laughs> you might need there. that. <laughs>
6: right. Did you grow up playing hockey, Joe? I did not. I was a baseball guy. So hockey. That's interesting,
2: because you and I played hockey against each other That's last true. winter.
6: On <laughs> uh, your brother's backyard <laughs> rink, which is phenomenal. Great time.
2: Oh, this is another nice vehicle.
6: They look great. Well, thank you. Um, so obviously these are all pre-owned vehicles. Uh, they come with a, they're Carfax certified. What's this um, one? This is a Honda CRV. It's a late model, 2008. Uh, it's got some higher miles on it, but same old story. You just can't kill those Hondas. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Vehicle shopping uh, can be stressful. What's it? What's it like over at Midwest? If I come out <laughs> to the lot, I know I'm not going to have <laughs> a stressful experience. Right.
6: <laughs> Uh, it's We've got a unique situation there where we're, I'll say, different than your normal car buying experience. Um, you know, We pride ourselves on customer satisfaction, which is tough nowadays because these vehicles just, they're a little bit, little bit pricier, so we've got to make sure that the customer has a, uh, a good, good experience with us, and we just need to make sure that we're doing the right thing for the customer. If that means we've got to put a little more money into them with fixes, we're happy to do it. Um, we just wanna make sure the customer returns to us for a second vehicle.
2: And you've, uh, how, how long have you been in business now? Uh, we're working on eight years that's, coming in August. That's amazing. I never would have thought about, yeah. about that. Are you uh, you starting to see a lot of repeat customers, some generational customers?
6: We're almost uh, 35, 40% uh, repeat business, which is awesome. just an absolute mm-hmm. blessing for us. That's awesome. It's a great feeling. Looks pretty
1: easy. Uh, you put the prices, they're clear on every vehicle you have on the lot and on on the website
6: Uh, I mean we really try to make this just cut and dry yeah Uh, here's the vehicle here's the price here's the features Um, and then from there it's just a a game of trying to satisfy the customer making sure we feel uh, feel like we fit their needs
2: what are some uh, what are some of the interesting cars that you've had come across your lot uh, over the last eight years We've had a couple nice
6: Corvettes that have hit the lot. We've had a couple classic cars. I think we had a uh, man. It was like a '79 Chevy C100. I I forget the model make, but um, those are unique because not everybody's looking for a classic car. So you're looking for that particular buyer, um, which is nice because it always brings in a new new customer, a different customer.
1: Lloyd Ganton needs a new engine for his Rolls-Royce. <laughs> He's having some trouble finding one.
6: <laughs> well, as luck would have it, I happen
2: to have an engine for a Rolls-Royce. <laughs>
6: do you take uh, trade-ins? We do. We definitely take trade-ins. Um, we try to you know, fit the customer's needs at any and at all times. Uh, trade-ins are very, uh, very much uh, appreciated, and, and we definitely will work with you and give you a fair to great price on them.
2: What are you driving nowadays? I, every time I, how's that work? So I, <laughs> I've always wondered how how that.
4: How I that... usually
6: drive the wife's car. So
2: yeah.
6: <laughs> I'm, uh, we've got a third row vehicle for with my wife, and she uh, she always has me drive her car. But I take a vehicle from the lot, yeah. uh, and it's usually the one that's just gotten in, dirty, and yeah. it's not cleaned up yet. So I'm not particularly. uh yeah. I don't need a new car. I'm just kind of plain Jane type guy. Yeah.
1: So those. Um, cars that are one, two years old that uh, allegedly are worth more than they were when they were driven off the lot, is, when's that going to, to change? When, is it gonna, when are we going to return to normalcy with, a, with car pricing?
6: That's a phenomenal question. Um, I really, truly think that as new car sales start to increase, uh, the depreciation of the two, three-year-old vehicle will start to hit the market. Um, We're not seeing that just yet. Uh, I think new cars are still starting to are still struggling to get off the lot as fast as they used to. Um, But just as kind of the market is usually a predictor of um, how fast these cars can leave the lot, and it's just it's been the same market the last three years where used cars have predominantly uh, been the key driving force for these independent lots. But yeah, I'm I'm thinking maybe a, a year or two away before the new cars start to really
2: sell off the lot. Soon. It's very soon. Now part of the reason uh you know you don't get to golf as much is because you're busy taking care of this family. Uh <laughs> tell us a little bit about the family.
6: Oh, it's been it's been such a blessing. I'll tell you, um I'm late to start a family. I'm I'm forty two years old. This is my little guy here right here, Boyer, he's four. am uh, gonna be starting preschool at Queens here soon. Oh and my gosh. It's been Possibly the biggest joy of my life is to, is to be a father and raising two young men. I got Boyer, who's Ford Mason, that's a sophomore this year, 15 at Lumen Christi, that's starting awesome. up football. Um, so it's been just such a pleasure to raise these kids and um, be parts of their life and make sure that we're, we're present and always there for them.
1: Definitely needing a third row.
4: Oh, yeah. Yes. For the golf clubs. For the golf yeah. clubs.
6: Sure. <laughs> uh, what are your days and hours? Uh, we're open 10 to 8. Um, we are Monday through Saturday, Saturday we, we cut out a little early to try to enjoy some nice weekend time with the yeah. family, we close at 4. Uh, we got a new salesman on staff, Jacob Schnick from Grass Lake, um, he is a computer savvy, great addition to our operation there and we are, we are lucky to have him um, and I'm, I'm hoping that we've got plenty of years in the future with him.
2: Cool. Awesome, well continued success, I can't believe we're already through almost 8 years. I know of uh, midwest vehicle group how about we celebrate at the end of august oh that sounds great <laughs> joey Badal from midwest
6: <laughs> did, you wanna, group. Uh, hey, George, did you want to you want to
2: try juggling can you juggle uh you know i'm not really uh,
6: a carny but okay. i can give it a
2: shot <laughs> oh. give it to him yeah i think he can do it all right so as a former uh, baseball college baseball player uh, i can see you doing this in the outfield that's pretty good, Joe, that's pretty good. Very <laughs> okay. good, pretty good, we like it. Joey Badal from Midwest Vehicle Group on The Morning Show. We'll be right back
0: after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. Barrex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barrex, empowering data insights.
1: It's that time of year again. Do you have a child in need of a physical for back to school or fall sports? Center for Family Health, whether it's for your student athlete to be ready for action or your student to be ready for school, has your health needs met? Physicals for all children and teens. Let the Center for Family Health make it easy to get your student's annual physical off your checklist. Make an appointment, call 517-748-5500, the Center for Family Health, opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for more than 30 years.
2: We'd now like to welcome the owners of KML Telecom, Andy Adair and Joe Sharp. Morning, guys. Good morning. Morning. I saw you guys yesterday here. Yes. And I didn't get a chance to interview you, so we wanted to have you back. Always appreciate it. <laughs> it's
7: always good right. to see you guys.
2: Always good yeah. to see you. Well, it's it- a big
1: week. It's like... It's kickoff blitz week. week blitz yeah, week yeah
2: it's a big week so it's uh talk to me andy how did uh how did this company come to be well
3: k came to be because uh we saw an opportunity in the market essentially uh so we went and did our research um, and seeing what the costs were and seeing that there was real opportunity in the pricing of the product to where we could really offer it to the community at a lower price than what they were seeing from other companies well, that's
2: great that's great i know you guys are, are very very proud of your pricing and uh, you guys realize when you do business in Jackson, Joe, and I know you and I have talked about this a lot, the pricing has to be fair.
7: It has to be fair, yeah. It has to be right for both parties, you know. I mean, and, and I, I think that we do a good job at that, yeah. you know, to make sure that both parties are happy. Yeah. You
1: know what we found? Um, because we had uh, a national provider that was our previous phone service and the equipment and they slammed if we had problems i mean we couldn't get anybody to, mm. to and, get, and i
2: think I it made us probably jaded or you know afraid of oh. office phones yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> yeah it but it's nothing to to be afraid of no. and uh you know we you guys with us and you guys can handle um you know small business but you can also handle large corporations
3: yeah 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 so i mean currently we have customers as small as one And all the way up to, I think our biggest customer has over 50 right now. So um, our system can handle as many as you can throw at us, basically.
1: You know what I've noticed with PrinterSource Plus is uh, you uh, celebrate your customers. You actually send out news releases or uh, social media posts Mm -hmm. about uh, clients you've picked up. uh, You've met their needs with solutions. Uh, You got any names of uh, your K L customers you want to share with us? Yeah,
3: yeah, we've been working with a couple of nonprofits. Um, so we have Jackson School of the Arts. Nice. Um, we also have uh, manufacturers, Classic Metal Finishing, um, ORS, ORS. Um, that's a big one. We have all 12 mm-hmm. of their locations now. Nice. I think they're up to 12, I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're always at they're, they're always at yeah. yeah. Which is wonderful yeah, for so, them. Yeah. So we're in almost every vertical right now. and. We are able to offer a solution that works for everybody.
2: So Andy, if I call you, what's the conversation going to be like? What's it like working with Kano?
3: Yeah, it's, it's going to be customer focused. Um, we're focused on what works for you, what you need to make your business work the best. Um, so it's going to be fat focused and then the price is going to come second. you know you're going to, I'm going to say, this is all we can offer you and to you know to figure out your solution, basically, and then we're going to show you the price. And you're like, oh wow, <laughs> that <laughs> that's that's less than what I'm paying and now. And then
2: you're going to have me sign a ten-year contract?
7: No, no, yeah.
3: no. <laughs> no. Uh, K&L has no contract. No contracts. No contract. No contracts. We we let our service speak for itself. I
7: love that. Yeah, we're a firm believer in in our service. You know our service standards. That's uh, that's why if I, I if you if you can take them from us, then then okay. Then I'm not doing my job. Yeah. And I I'm very big on service. Uh, that's why we stay tech heavy, not sales heavy
1: The cell phone it changes every time you get uh, you know a new piece of equipment uh, and you don't really want to have a lot of uh, I guess commitment in terms of time for having a, a phone a cell phone. What about uh, the phones in an office are there um, Improvements and changes in their features and technology. Yeah, and
3: yeah, so you know we can utilize those older phone systems. Like I was just at West Texas Barbecue this morning mm-hmm. installing them, and we're using their existing equipment. There's some limitations on that, but if you go with a new phone system, you almost have no limitations to what oh. you can do.
2: And uh, able to uh, transfer to sell. Yep, people trans- out in the field. Yep, transfer yeah. to
3: sell. Um, you can have a call come in, and you know, press one for this, press yeah. two for that. So it really manage your call flow and make things more efficient. I
2: bet there's a lot of folks out there who have uh, systems that they're just not using to their potential. Oh, yeah. I would highly recommend calling uh, Andy and Joe at KNL because uh, that's the thing. You know, you, you have these systems, and if you don't know how to use it properly, it can get a little confusing.
1: Will you come in and train the whole staff?
7: Yes.
3: Yes. Yep. We'll, nice. we'll do an initial staff uh, training, and then if you guys ever need anything, you just give us a call. We'll stop by. That's awesome. No extra cost.
1: Is there someone at JTV that's the, the person that we go to with a question about the phones?
2: <laughs> Trish. 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 Trish knows Trish. everything about the phones. <laughs> Trish is in charge. Yeah.
1: We learn about new features. Yeah. I
2: was trying, uh, yeah, I, I need an education. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was here for the training. No, but it's very easy. Yeah. Very easy.
7: Any questions, we can help you. Yeah. And Brad, too, Brad Van Kelberg, yeah. but he's the third owner.
1: So when you um, transfer, like someone calls the business mm-hmm. and your business closes at five, but you still want to get the call. You don't want it to go to a voicemail. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Uh, does the customer, does the person calling you know that they're reaching you on your cell phone? They don't.
3: So that's another cool feature. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not personally, you know, giving out your cell phone number essentially. Okay. Um, so when that call comes into the system, when it sends it to the cell phone, it shows up, the cell phone as the business number, so you know it's coming from your business, oh, essentially. Nice. So you know okay. it's a business call. You know it's not a personal call, so you answer appropriately and <laughs> it's, it, yeah. it, it's really
7: come into use with people working from home. Right. Because you don't want your personal phone number out yeah. there, so we can disguise your cell phone to look like your business phone, so.
2: Have you been setting up some, uh, some more major phone systems for people that are kind of have gone, work from home mm. full yeah,
7: time? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, what's nice about the IP phones is you can take them home with you. Okay. <laughs> um, as long as you have an internet connection, the phone will work. That's amazing. So.
7: Yeah, Andy programs them, ships them all over the country to people, they plug them into their uh, network, boom, they're online, Awesome. ready to go. It can
3: work
1: anywhere.
7: We can work, yeah.
1: And with Pernet source Plus, you've expanded into Albion recently, Mm -hmm. so as you've expanded PrinterSource Plus by uh, adding another uh, company, you're integrating your Mm. services with each other. Yes. Yes. So a printer can call
2: someone. That's right. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yep. That's right. I know you have printers that work in, in people's cars on the go. We do.
7: Yeah. We got mobile apps and printers. That's
2: right. There's a lot of folks, uh, maybe inspectors or you know, people need to have something printed, leave while they work. It's amazing.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm going to uh, get to the fair this week?
7: I, I went to the fair Sunday. Did oh. you? But I will go again, because I need some more, not need obviously, but I want some <laughs> what's more your, of that food. Uh,
2: what's your favorite?
7: Oh, I like the uh, fried vegetables. Really? Uh, yeah, for some reason that cauliflower and broccoli, really? I really like, yeah. Can you believe that? That's <laughs> oh. what me and my wife, we go get the, fr- I know. Fried vegetables. We, that's the first thing we always say, honey, what do you want? We, Let's go get the fried vegetables. That's what we say. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think you can get those again king.
7: Yeah. Really? yeah, yeah, those are
1: good as well. <laughs> yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think the fear you want to get something you can't get anywhere. Well, and no. no. I mean, you well,
7: like what you like. Yeah, and we went and seen Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, was that funny? Oh Lord, it yeah. was so funny. Yeah, yeah. It was good. Was. I did learn that uh, kidney stones is more painful than childbirth.
2: I <laughs> I have heard that from uh, women who have had both, and I they did a
7: that's poll. Probably accurate. And women were answering yes I believe that, that, yeah. that uh, kidney stones were more painful. I was wow, okay. Yeah. I hope
1: I never find out. Me too,
7: Barbara. Same. <laughs> Me too, my friend. <laughs> thanks for coming in. Yeah,
1: we
2: appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, uh, Joe Sharp, Andy Adair from KML Telecom. More of the Morning Show
2: after this.
0: The Morning Show is brought to you by BareX. BareX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BareX, empowering data insights.
1: Welcome back to The Morning Show. Andy, as the Big Ten looks to expand, adding UCLA and USC uh, next year, They are on the verge of ending a 40 year relationship with ESPN. Holy, wow. Yes, Uh, ESPN reportedly backed out of the negotiations for the contract renewal yesterday, uh, opening the door for CBS and NBC to step in and take over.
2: I I think that uh, ESPN fears what most of us fear and that is a watered down college football In college athletics and uh, where you kind of just lose the desire to, uh, yeah, you'll root for your team, but those rivalry games will disappear and all the other games won't mean as much. And uh, as these diehard college fans, the generation's getting older and older. And uh, as I look around, I don't see as many young kids that are, you know, diehard Michigan fans or diehard Michigan State fans like, you know, we were when we were kids growing up. Of course, there's so many more options. but. I really think uh, it's going to be hard to fill those 100,000 seat stadiums uh, you know in the next 5 or 10 years.
1: Well, the Big 10 used to mean 10, the 10 teams and now of course it doesn't mean that and it, it's yeah, geographically it in, in it's, some
2: time. Yeah. So, we'll,
1: we'll uh, see. Yeah. We'll see. Yes, we And speaking of CBS Sports, uh, did you see Nick Feldo's farewell on uh, Sundays NBC. Tournament? Oh yeah, I did On see CBS? that. Yeah, I yeah. did
2: see that, yeah. That was, that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, great guy. Great, he did great, at, he was great at his job. He was. Really good at his yeah. job.
1: At both his jobs. Yes, yeah, yes, for sure, mm-hmm.
2: for sure. Hey, join us tomorrow, we'll have Denise Schoenhard, who is the Immunization Action Plan Coordinator at the Jackson County Health Department, and then we'll also take a visit with Experience Jackson, and we're going kayaking at Quiet World Sports.
1: Today, Tori White, Shannon Watts, Justin Fairchild, and Tara Kelly all featured this afternoon. Starting at one o'clock, we'll see you then.